2: Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of the Grinding True Crime podcast with your host, Maddie Man, along with Todd Fox. And today, narrating will be... Yeah. That's right, but before we get into our uh, next topic, we want to let you guys know where you can find us. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, just type in Grinding True Crimes, and there you can follow our page, like our page, leave a comment on our page, and we'll get back to you as early as convenience. Also, if you want to see a, a, a video demonstration of some of the recording we've done, you can follow us on YouTube and just type in uh, Grinding True Crime as well and subscribe to our page also. And for those listening to us on your podcast stream, continue to listen to us on Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and Podmine. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., continue to listen to us on Radio Public Breaker, Pocketcast, and Pod Chaser, and for those who like what you hear, and if you like to uh, leave a donation to support what we do, you can leave it on two platforms. One is Cash App; just type in dollar sign Grinding True Crimes, or you can leave it at PayPal. Just type in at Grinding True Crimes. Listeners discretion is always advised because we do get into details that may be uh, graphic for a certain audience. So listeners discretion is advised, but some audience enjoy that. Uh, And also this Sunday at 9 a.m. Pacific time, we will be going live for the first time in 2023. I know we've been trying to go live for the past couple of weeks, but it's been really busy and a lot of things have been coming up. But for sure, we'll be going live this Sunday. February was that the 12th Mm -hmm. at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Okay. Anything else I left out? I think you got Mm -hmm. it. I think I got it. Thank you. Everybody who's been uh, leaving comments and saying how much we uh, are uh, important in their lives and saying that we we bring so much joy into their everyday activities. Just by listening to us. We thank you so much. We've been getting a lot of comments and a lot of new listeners. So we thank you for all you guys uh, leaving comments and supporting what we do. Yes, thank you. Absolutely. All right. With all that being said, Gabby Gab is kicking off a story for us for 2023. Gabby Gab, you're doing a, uh, actually a request, correct?
1: Yes. This is a request from Santi in the Philippines. Well, I don't know if she actually lives there or that. But that's where she's from. So Sweet. she requested this specific story. Sweet. So, um, there is interviews on this guy, but tell me why I searched and searched and I was not able to find them. So, dang, I don't know if what happened if they've been blocked off or I have no idea. But I know she she did know about the interviews. So, okay. But I got all the information I could. Well, let's hear it. Alrighty, so this story takes place in Thailand, and his name is Thiway, If I'm pronouncing, pronouncing,
2: pronouncing. Yes. Yeah, so pronouncing. <laughs> We're gonna get flagged.
0: Grammar patrol. Grammar. Grammar, grammar patrol.
2: <laughs> Pronouncing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> pronouncing his name correctly.
0: I'm to take you back to school. Stop taking <laughs> that word, man. <laughs>
1: Maybe I do need to go to school (laughs) So The interesting thing This happened in Thailand But Siwei was not from Thailand He was actually a Chinese immigrant Mm. So let's start with Where he was born There's little information And there is some confusion Actually about when he was born Uh, He was either born In 1921 or 1927
2: Mm, that's a big age gap. Yes. <laughs>
1: so I, I don't know. I mean, you can't really know because there's very little information on him, his background, and his childhood, and all that. But he was born with the name. <laughs> See, I want to butcher these names badly. Hey, we're trying. <laughs> I it's I don't know what it's pronounced.
2: It's ng.
0: Ing. Ing. Ing,
2: yeah. In Sounds in. like only something or, Matt could say. No, well, I had a, I had a teacher with a name Ng, and his name was Mister Ing. Ing, yeah, okay. that I do know. Ing lui Mister Ing, stop it, <laughs> oh, stop it, dear. Todd. Don't be so disrespectful. <laughs>
0: I'm just saying, <laughs> that's how I would pronounce it. Give a nice ah for you.
1: Stop it, man. (laughs) So like I said, there's not much information on his early life. I looked in different accounts, but if anybody else can find somebody, feel free. I mean, find more information, feel free to do that. Let me know if you guys find anything on him. But one source said that he was born Hunlai Subdistrict, Shantou Province in China Mm. to a family of farmers. His father was Mr. Sung O and mother Baitu. Mm. He is said to be of, I don't know what this is. Tachu descendant? Tachu? Tachu? I don't know how you pronounce this. <laughs> Teo-Chu? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at the names, but it's a completely different language. So I have no idea exactly how you pronounce all those names. Oh, good. A different newspaper, though, said that he was born in Fing Tai Village, sub Subdistrict. Okay. I'm trying to pronounce. <laughs> <This is so laughs> Just
0: bad. do the best you can. Like you're getting you're, stuck on all these. You're getting stuck
1: on every word. <laughs> every <name. laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. And then I have like, I had COVID in my brain, as you know. After COVID is. Yeah, I have no brain right now.
2: Not only that, you've been dealing with vertigo. Yes,
1: my brain is very affected, guys. So be patient with me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, in that account, it mentioned that he was the youngest of four children. And that the family was Hakka descent. So a different descent. Okay. In 1945, however, he was drafted to fight under the command of Chairman Mao Zedong against the Imperial Japanese Forces.
0: Oh, Mao. When you get into that, that's communism, correct? Yep. And that's communism fighting to take over the government. So he was pre-war with the uh, Chinese government. Okay. So you've got yes. Communists. Okay. Got it.
1: Okay. So apparently at some point, the Japanese had them under siege, and then they spent weeks trying to figure out how to survive on their own. Mm. Um. His fellow soldiers would eat grass, you know, whatever they could find that was like vegetable, I guess, because mm-hmm. that's all they had. But him, on the other hand, see, way he ate human flesh.
2: Oh, from okay. the dead
1: soldiers of the battlefield.
2: I mean, I'm just being honest. If we are fighting for our lives and we, you know, food is very scarce, hey man. I, might, I don't know i might i might pull off a finger or two you
0: know what i'm saying i'm just being no. honest man huh? yeah see, that's you man i i would go the route like you know how you ever see those um those youtubes where it says is this real meat or rat meat and they will show like oh, no. broccoli and beef and then you're like "Oh, that's, that's the real thing and then they show you them cooking the uh the rats if you can make it look like the rats look like that broccoli and beef I'm, I'll, I'll go with the rats before i would try humans basically oh, no. i'm just saying man i'm just saying I I, yeah, I no. Can't totally be mad at him. You better
2: that. not
1: be <laughs> staying next to Matt, Todd. Is hey, bro. they
2: dying. A thigh's a thigh. <laughs> Ooh. no, no.
1: Whoa.
2: Well, <laughs> I'm you just saying. It's
1: higher than that, okay? Yeah, I'm
2: going higher than that. I'm just saying, if it's a last resort, <laughs> Wait, we ain't got man. no money ma-
0: Hey, man. Is a if sausage got- a sausage,
2: Matt? <laughs> stop it, stop it, Todd. Stop it, stop it. <laughs> I ain't going that far. <laughs> I'm just saying if we ain't got no food left and it's between grass and the homie Ben, hey man. No. No,
0: I'm I'm eating grass.
2: I
1: am too. I'm sorry. I'll I'll figure out
0: some I'm a carnivore. <laughs> no. I'm not that hardcore. I'll tell well, you. Well now,
1: now you guys know. Don't don't be dying next to Matt when there's scarce food.
0: Yeah.
2: Because he's gonna eat you.
0: Mike, Mike (laughs) might just do it apparently he'll start with finger foods first
2: oh yeah you know what i like what you did there
0: yeah
1: (laughs) so this next part lets you know where we're headed with his case um he was called a cannibal right Mm -hmm. although you'll see later that at some point he denies some of that but yeah so the newspapers reported that maybe this is where he developed that taste for human flesh because he got used to eating people.
2: Mm.
1: On December twenty eighth, nineteen forty-six, he fled to Thailand on a cargo ship called the Pro Q, and then he was detained by immigration for ten days. But apparently another controversy here was that a man named Mr. Tinky Sang Ying mm-hmm. certified him to enter legally into the country. Oh, but it's Tinky. no.
2: It's cool. Stop it. Stop <laughs> it, Todd. Stop it, man. You can't do that.
0: Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> couldn't resist I know you could I heard oh, I you when she said the name Jesus
1: <laughs> it's not known what relation this person had to see way and then a different source says that a man named Mr. Ha Wang put down cash <laughs> and documents to get him into the country Todd I
0: swear to god Todd, you, you gotta get through this <laughs> my inner 10 year old is popping out right now I'm sorry stop it sorry I'll stand you in the corner time right time. now. Sorry.
1: <laughs> See, you made me lose my place in my in my little document you here. You yes. start
0: saying Wang, and I I lose my place as well, and I'm not even telling the story. <laughs> Stop it, man.
1: We're just gonna say Ang, okay? Because you, you guys are bad. <laughs> anyway, so. The other source mentioned that he paid the cash and he got documents to get him into the country. So there's two different stories on that. We don't know which was the accurate one. Mm-hmm. Siwei stayed at the Tianjin Hotel mm-hmm. in the district of Bangkok and he did odd jobs to survive. Okay. Later on, he then moved southwest 325 kilometers to Tap sub-district of, I'm just going to say Khan province because that's too big. I, don't, I can't pronounce all that. He started working as a farmhand, which is, you know, a farmer. Like, like a farmer. Farmers, yeah. yeah. He traveled a lot, and he would um, stitch together farm gigs across the whole coast. Okay. Then from there, he stayed in a place for two months, and then he would keep moving along, find another place for about six months, and so on. So he would keep doing that, but he would still eventually come back to Tapsake every time, which is what, he, to him, was home. That's where he spent most of his time.
2: You said he's in Japan right now, right?
1: No, he's in Thailand.
2: Thailand. Okay, I'm sorry.
1: So, um, for eight years, he didn't commit any serious crimes. Okay. But to people, he was kind of odd. Like his appearance, his behavior, he gave people a, um, unsettling feelings.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> he was a drifter already. Yeah. Right? So, he, had, he probably had a, a weird personality.
1: I think so, and you'll see. As I go through the story, you'll see this man is a bit odd. Okay. But at that point, people did not notice anything criminal about him. He wasn't doing anything. That was until April 10th,
0: 1954.
1: Oh, got a date. Yes. And you know what happens when we got a date on this podcast? So his entire thing began on this day, And it started what was assuming the first victim... His name was Bangorn Pamornsut, which was a little girl. His name, I said, huh? It was a little girl. How old do you guys think this little girl was? Ah. So already you know he's sick, right? We're going to talk about children. So prepare yourselves for those of you that have a hard time hearing this.
2: Listener's discretion, once again, is advised. Um, I'm going to say I'm just going to go shoot for the moon and say she was five years old. Or... Four? Mm-hmm.
1: She was actually eight. No. Oh. I mean, she's still little.
2: Yeah. Why'd you do a Prices Right guess on me, man?
0: I didn't say one dollar. <laughs> you, you went one below. <laughs> exactly. You, you always go one below.
1: Eight years old, so the age of our child, babe, our youngest. Oh. Uh-huh. See, way this is what he did to her. He slashed her neck, bit her throat and dragged her into the woods to finish her off. Wait, what? Why would? I know I'm jumping very quick to his crimes, but like I told you guys, there's not much background on him.
0: So <sighs> he wanted to, like, he slit her throat and then bit her in, her, what? Uh, s- he, yeah. So so yeah, I'm trying to grasp
1: that. Yeah, I'm trying to grasp that. He bit her in the throat and then he dragged her to the woods.
0: Was that bite, like, as far as, like, a bite of a kill? Try to, like, a kill or to?
1: It doesn't specify, but I'm guessing his entire cannibalism thing. The taste of meat, of flesh.
2: Wow. I, I mean, he's, uh, he's got her blood as well.
1: You're going to be shocked with this one, though. What do you think happened after that?
0: She survived. Todd? Um, She fought him off.
1: She did survive. <gasps> she was able to find him off. You were both right. She managed to escape him.
0: Oh. The yeah.
1: twist, Todd?
0: That is a serious twist because I thought she was gone.
2: I thought so too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought, you,
0: I thought the next thing you were going to say is he dismembered her or something.
1: No. She wow. fortunately escaped. Good for her. Now, here's the twist. Later on, Seguay confessed to attacking her but to everybody's shock the girl claimed it was not him what because no. he was what happened
2: no go ahead go ahead.
1: because he was a small man and she remembered a large man
2: i can't blame her and i'm not even mad at her because you know when you're attacked sometimes your mind can't get foggy and hazy Cause you're you know you're focusing on being attacked, so I'm not mad at her on that one. I, it's just if they already accused him, why why didn't they just follow up on it? You know what I'm saying? Because her 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 memory won't be it, it's
0: it's good.
2: It her memory won't be good. It was a little hazy, you know.
1: Yeah, it was very traumatic.
0: Very traumatic. Although, too, when when kids are usually interviewed or. Um, interrogated after something like that they tend to either over exaggerate or under exaggerate so could have been both it could have been looking like some huge monster like Sully from um that, Exactly that movie or or could or it could be you know i don't know if she could have imagined a leprechaun cuz the terror of an 8 year old or 10 year old and younger Exactly their imagination and, and it, can go at the same time
2: and being that she's small anyone could be considered a huge a, a, a normal sized adult even if he's just average size, would be considered tall to her because she's a kid. Yeah.
1: So at that time, um, he was working on a farm in Tapsake, and he was known by locals as a person who gave sweets to the kids in the area.
2: Well, there you have it.
1: So people thought that he was a nice man because, you know, he liked the children and he was giving them candy.
0: Oh. Oh, but that was this is around the 20s or 30s or something like that.
1: The
2: forties, right fifties.
0: What's oh, yeah. the
1: fifties?
0: Yeah, things are still innocent. I don't think. I don't think we've gotten to the point, even in this country, that uh, yeah. candy from a stranger is not a good thing. Come on now. I'm so just saying.
2: Although... Yeah, no, you're right.
0: If I give Matt candy, he's looking at me cockeyed. Like, you know, First of all, candy.
2: man, you, you better not be giving me no candy unless it's a Reese's or a Twix, okay? <laughs> okay, Reese's. <laughs> My thing is this. I get it back then it was a little more innocent and stuff like that but i i'm always suspicious of a man a grown man even a woman but more so a man giving a lot of attention to kids like to me that's a little iffy i had a teacher like not to change subject but there was a teacher at my one of my old schools and this guy creeped me out he had the perfect look of a pedophile he had the long thick mustache he had the, the the very timid personality when it comes to adults, but when it came to kids, he was oh holy oh, hey, jolly bully like Barney, <laughs> and I'm just like you're a grown man you're you're in a you're a grandpa like age, why are you so attentive to the kids? On his lunch break, he would eat with the kids, and I'm like you're a grown man like I I want to get away from these kids. If I'm a teacher, you know what I'm saying? I, I'm teaching with them for six hours. Okay, here's my break. So I always felt kind of weird. And matter of fact, there was investigations uh, with him, but they found no evidence. I don't know where he's at now, but a lot of people also felt the same way I felt. He was like, hi, kids. You know what, man? I <laughs> love you. you. You know who he looked, looked like? Me. You know who exactly? Who looked? He looked like Geppetto <laughs> from, from Pocahunt. Like, uh, he looked like Geppetto from Pinocchio from the cartoon. Well, I never just, liked Geppetto just, either. First of all, man, leave the pedal alone, okay? He was very
0: cool. <laughs> He's, he, he bent over and he told. Uh, Stop it. He'll tell a lie. I'm a death of family guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Although, it is kind of strange, an old man playing with wood. But i am just oh, say, God. first of all, man, <laughs> you had to go there. I had too. to. No, but I, I, in all seriousness, I just find it very odd for a grown man to be very very like attentive to kids
0: I just well, yeah. a, f- a friend of mine told me he not no, no, i gotta give one too real quick um he had a, his kids in youth sports and he's like whenever we look for a coach we never look for the guy that was always gonna be there like like over aggressive like hey i got i got capri sun and orange slices mm-hmm. all super excited and had an itinerary for the day they're all the kind of coach we wanted to coach our kids and felt safe around is a guy it's like Oh, come on. Do I have to show up Sunday? I want to watch football. Who wants to mess around with and watch these kids suck all day? We're all like, he's hired. <laughs> they want that guy. <laughs> well, dang. <laughs> dang.
1: No, I have to agree with you. That creeps me out of some people too. I also knew an older man who um, but this guy, this creep was like, he always had gifts for the little girls. Ooh. Like, every time he would go hang out with everybody, he had like it wasn't even like, oh, he got them a doll or something or things little girls like. He would buy them like a dress that he wanted to see them wear. What? Like things like that. That was so creepy. So eventually everybody was just like, they gave a warning about him. Like, watch your kids. Because he was just, I don't know what the heck he was looking for, but he was
2: creepy. Yeah.
1: But anyway, back to the story. Sorry. Barney and whoever else. <laughs> <laughs> So, the girl, you're gonna laugh at this. <laughs> you guys, you identified laughing. a man. <laughs> Guess what this man's name is?
2: Oh no. <laughs> what was oh, he
1: known as?
2: Oh lord. Uh, uh, we're gonna laugh. So, I'm thinking of stuff.
1: Think of a commercial. I'll give you guys that hint.
2: A commercial?
0: Dakota Park?
2: Yeah. No. Um,
0: there's so many ways I can go with this I, I, really right? this. I don't know
2: you got me aflack man
0: <laughs> something dong ding dong
1: no <laughs> okay no you're both wrong of course <laughs> she identified a man known by the name of Mr. Clean
0: oh wow and she
1: bald. <laughs> said that was her attacker and the funny thing is that He Was related to the local sheriff, that was his brother. But after the attack, apparently Mr. Clean fled and he was never seen again. They never found Mr. Clean.
2: So, this little girl, according according to her, her, feels like the man who attacked him was a Mr. Clean type image and his brother
1: type image. That's how
2: he was known. I mean, that's how he was known, and his brother was the sheriff. Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: All right, oh, I would have said. Right away, oh, I would have been awesome. like, just follow the lemon scent. <laughs> you know
1: what, that. <laughs> just put a hound to follow that? You yeah. know what,
0: man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let the, let the dog smell a Mr. Clean bottle, and then he's like, woohoo, and starts going towards the, <laughs> the lemon scent.
1: I mean, that's a little iffy, right? I mean, little girl does not recognize Way as her attacker. Um she says it's this Mr. Clean guy, but this person was never found, so that's a little confusing. And the fact that he was related to the sheriff, and then he's gone, I mean, that's questionable. But I'm gonna get back into the story, and we'll figure that one out. So he was never seen again. Okay. One month later, May 19th, 1954, there was another attack. But keep in mind, Mr. Clean is long gone. This was Net Sefu. Mm -hmm. Sefu. A 10-year-old girl was murdered. This one, unfortunately, did not survive. Her body was found dissected, and her internal organs were missing. They had been stolen from her.
0: Completely gone?
1: Completely gone.
0: What? Holy crap. Damn.
1: Six months later, on November 28, 1954, another girl was murdered.
2: Jesus. This
1: one by the name Saewa. Sewa was, guess how old? Okay, we have Nine. an eight and a we ten year old. We have an eight and
2: a ten, so I'm going to say six.
0: Nine.
1: That's right. She was six years old. Damn. Mm. She was the daughter of a man named Jiang Kong. This time, though, the murder took place in Bangkok near the railway station.
2: Ugh. She
1: wasn't found the same way that the other two were found. Her organs were not missing. It was her genitals that were ripped out. What? I know. I told what? you this would be disturbing.
0: Yo! Did they tie these three together right away, or did it take time?
1: I will get into that.
0: Okay. Yo, how do you know? Yes. Ugh.
1: Later on, to give you some information, when he confessed, he said that he skipped making a meal out of this girl's heart because it was too small. So he dined on her gullet. If you don't know what that means, that's her esophagus. What the f- This this is what he said later on, okay? In his confession.
0: Did he have any does it it does it say that if he had any kind of doctor's experience or uh no no
1: the only thing is that he knew like how to get organs out or what he was cutting because of this you know being in the army
2: yeah he probably experienced on cutting up dead people already
1: yeah you know how that went like people got killed and dissected and uh, it was horrible
2: yeah especially in the war you know
1: so he knew where things were he knew the body and he knew how to cut and all of that stuff
2: i knew too they probably taught you certain things
1: probably i wouldn't doubt it so this information is claimed to be false some people don't believe that that's exactly what happened and the reason is because originally C. Wade denied that he was involved in those particular cases this one especially in an interrogation he said that in bangkok i have heard people say that somebody killed a child and took the brains out a year ago
2: mm. at the
1: time i was in Phra Nakhon, staying at mr Baktime's house i didn't go to see it mm. that was what he had said originally on the night that the little girl disappeared that my Chu disappeared her mom apparently had taken her to see an opera show. And then after the opera show, she disappeared. And it wasn't until the early next morning that they discovered her body. Okay. Apparently workers from Chitrala Railway Station found her. But there was no evidence left at the scene except for one bloody toe mark on the floor. For three whole years, these people had no progress in solving her case. Until <clears throat> January 31st of 1958 when he finally confessed oh wow and i'm gonna quote what he said okay Mm -hmm. so he said at night around 8 p.m i left the house alone i went to look for a temple near Hualapong. i came across a young girl crying near the opera house i went to comfort her and asked her if she'd come home with me she agreed After that, he continued to say that the girl was sleepy, so he carried her through the station to one of the roads and across a bridge, and he walked along the railway for about 300 steps and laid her down to wake her up. After that, he pulled out a six-inch folding knife and held her down. According to him, he covered her mouth with his left hand and stabbed her with the right hand. Mm. He described stabbing her neck beneath the Adam's apple, and she started crying. He said she was wearing a white shirt, and he cut it open to see her chest. Then he proceeded to cut from her navel to her throat in the same way that he did to Sambum, which you're going to find out who that is a little bit ahead. He then cut out her genitals, threw half of them away, and then kept the other half in his pocket for when he walked home. So he walked home. After that murder, he left her body at the scene. At the scene and then he walked home where uh, supposedly he was living with a man named Mr. Lu Chai. Near the police station. Wow, he,
0: that's perfect.
1: Yeah. He said that when he got home, he boiled her liver and her heart. But that part was actually not true because they confirmed later in the autopsy that her organs were still intact. So he did not take out her heart or her liver mm-hmm.
0: maybe he confused that with the other one that he said that he took all the organs I'll just you know, about to say the same I thing I think
1: so and this is why you're gonna see a lot of people don't believe that he was capable of all of this because of so much contradiction in his statements and just people thinking that you know I'll explain later why the communism had to do with this or why people think it had to do with it but they did find that her genitals were missing from her body, so that part was accurate. What do you guys think of this guy so far?
0: So far he's scum. He reminds me of the other guy did the one with the um <clears throat> the one in Japan.
1: Yeah, the one you
2: did?
0: Mm-hmm. The one he was picking on the uh the little kids too. Little girls.
2: That was the one with the hands. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: yeah, that guy was creepy well this one I think to me too at the same level but they're just they're disgusting
2: how do you rip a little girl genitals out in a boy and then stab stab them from the navel upwards I can't even just imagine and you know she was still alive for that cause that ain't a kill shot yeah dang Oh, no, I, mean, I hadn't
1: thought about that when I was reading the story, you know.
2: No, that's she not had a, just
1: woken up.
2: Yeah, that's not a a vital uh, organ. Now, if he, yeah, if he stabbed her for the chest through his heart, through her heart, maybe, but from the belly button down upwards, that's yeah, she suffered.
0: That's a thrill kill. That's wanting to see the life out yeah. of her at the same time. Oh, oh yeah. Man.
1: So then after that he returned to Pratwap Kirikan to the district of Samroi and he waited another six months until he got the urge again. It got the best of him. And he murdered a seven year old, Kim Hang Saili, on June twenty second, nineteen fifty five. Mm. Her body was found taped and brutalized. For this one He said the same thing. He brought the folding knife and stabbed her, left her there, and he ran. And this was the first victim that they found proof that he had raped.
0: Uh, You know, I was just about to ask you, since he took the genitals on the last one, what was his sexual or, or, you know, like, did he have sexual um, problems, you know, with with women that he had to do this to little kids? Um, Was he too small? I mean... Wow. I mean,
1: yeah, all of that. You start wondering, right? Yeah, like why he's behaving in that manner. But there's really no information on that. That's the thing with him. Like, it was hard to find anything on his background.
0: Well, because okay. like in in that country, I could kind of see. Because like in America, like they'll 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 ask all the questions. They want to know all the details, and that usually gets released at some point. Like you can find out his sexual activity, the person's. Um, psychiatric state of mind at the time i mean you can get into his the his or her past you know but Mm. i think in countries like that and in that time period probably they held on to some of those details and didn't release it probably so if they got i think so yeah
1: but of course like i told you guys there's always skeptics that don't believe that he did that now people think he didn't rape her because that wouldn't match his mo of slicing throats and guts, killing oh, girls wow. in cold blood and cutting their genitals out. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't care about somebody's MO. That yeah. doesn't mean they can't change one thing or another yep.
2: around, right? Yep. If you're capable of doing something that heinous, it wouldn't shock me if you did something outside of what you normally do.
0: Yeah, because yeah, we've done stories lately where they couldn't pinpoint several murders on, on the guy that actually did it because he changed his MO every time through all that man
1: yeah it's because some like will stick to a specific thing that they like to do and he did for the most part but there's always things that like if i guess to them if you're in that moment i mean some people are gonna have a different impact on you than others and then you might be you know your disgusting brain moves you to do something different yeah something more
2: yep that's stupid that's like somebody saying, well this guy normally chops off the victim's fingers, but then they find the next victim and his toes are chopped off. Well come on now, he's still capable of doing something like that. Yeah. Just because he didn't chop off his fingers doesn't mean oh, that's not his MO. <laughs> yeah, it is. He chops body parts. You know are you trying to,
0: are you trying to tell on yourself, Matt? Because you started with the finger thing earlier. Hey man.
2: <laughs> Don't worry. It's <laughs> the me. second time, man. I'm on to you.
0: <laughs> Where there's smoke, there's fire, Matt.
2: Tip-tod. Exactly. Tip-tod, man.
0: Effective cod. Don't find a don't body without me, fingers, sir. Gabby. I think we need to prosecute.
2: I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. If somebody does that, you know, shouldn't be shocked.
0: Matt's like, yeah, I chopped off no I mean that person chopped off the finger. <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: you know, they He's chop fingers off. Them
1: for when food is scarce. I'm just saying. Exactly.
2: That. There you go. I'm just saying. Please
1: don't, don't come out with a jar of fingers. First
2: of all, that's the definition of finger food.
1: <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> okay, we're bad. <laughs> anyway, another four months later, he murdered again. The same district, he then killed another 10-year-old, Ganseli. Mm. These two have the same last name, by the way, but I don't think there's a relation there between them. Mm-hmm. Again, he used the folding knife to pierce her neck and he said to have cut a piece of flesh from the neck and then left the body there.
2: This guy is just just thick. Just straight up sick,
0: man.
1: Yes, yes. Another four months later, this guy murders again. Again? Again, and it is a 10-year-old Gansai Li. I don't think they related her and the other girl but he mentioned the same thing that he had used the same folding knife to pierce her neck. On this one though he cut a piece of flesh from her neck and then he left her there.
0: Ooh. Is he, he had already t-
1: stabbed her in the neck so the girl was, Bleeding. she had died already.
0: Bleeding out, yeah. Probably stabbed her artery. So is he taking those as sort of like trophies or is he actually eating those or does it say
1: on her case, it doesn't say what he's doing with all that.
0: Okay. Or the other girls. Gotcha.
1: There will be one, though, where there will be more details of what happened.
0: Oh, man, it's kind of freaking heebie-jeebies, dude. I killing all these young kids.
1: Yeah. At this point, the newspapers are publishing everything they know about what's going on. Full details and including photos.
0: Oh, come
2: on. Are yeah. the police, like, on high alert or anything?
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, they are. Because I see all these kids being killed. But this is why the newspapers and everybody's just going crazy now. Everybody's in a panic. But they're publishing even photos. It's like, what about the family of those kids? You know, like, that's gruesome.
0: That's nasty. I don't want to see that. The country at this time is communist, correct? Yeah. That's why. That's why. They don't care. There's no no censorship or unless it's the government censoring it. So they usually are pretty brutal. There's probably public hangings at this time. So showing something of a dead kid really isn't as graphic as it would have been here in the States.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's sad, though. I get that, that, though. Yeah. Yes. so the parents, um, well, as far as they know now, during the end of 1955 or 1956, he didn't kill. There was no more bodies, no more murders. The parents, finally, they had started breathing, you know, in relief, thinking that finally this nightmare was over and they could possibly start trusting people again.
2: No, I wouldn't.
1: But that is until another date, February 6th, 1957.
0: Hmm.
1: When again, he struck and this time the child was younger. How old
2: Uh, do you guys think? Well, the youngest one so far was six. So everything's in two, I'm gonna go with four. Three.
1: It's five you're both ah. wrong but five years old five years old
2: they don't even know how to wipe their butts yet
1: like we know five year olds nieces nephews yes come on anyway this poor child um was killed next to the iconic landmark of ancient pagoda mm-hmm. she was five years old her name was Chu. and her body was mutilated uh. This child, though, however, to this one, he denied being involved. He said that he had heard about it in the news and that he was in that province that night, but he didn't go because he was waiting for the train to return to Tapsake. Uh. But by the end of the interrogation that they did, which happened later on, he did admit to having killed her.
2: Oh, okay. So, so this
1: guy denies some of them, but then he confesses to them.
2: My thing is, how is these kids by themselves? Like, how is he ca- how is he catching them by themselves? Like-
1: well, I'm going to tell you how he got hurt. Okay. He said there was another opera show for the Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. He saw the little girl walking alone, and he invited her to eat ginkgo at the side of the temple. Once he had her there, he pushed her beneath the chamchuri tree and covered her mouth with one hand, and then used a folding knife to slit her throat. Then he dragged her body from there to the cave, the Chetty cave. And then he proceeded to dissect her body, took out her heart and her liver. Then he carried her body back to the temple, which he expressed he was having a hard time doing. So then he decided to just drag the corpse and leave it there. Mm -hmm. According Mm. to the police, this was the most evidence that he had left at any crime. And it suggested that what it seemed it was that he wanted to get caught already because he wasn't trying to hide anything
0: yeah
1: but unfortunately before he got even caught he committed another murder <sighs> i'm gonna give you guys the information that i found afterward on the
0: um, this girl uh, yeah
1: that gives details of why like the kids were probably left alone or what happened
0: mm,
1: no but i'm gonna get into the confession of well let me just before the last murder. In his confession to this one it didn't make much sense because it turns out that a monk had walked by and he ran before even getting caught. Si Wei described that he cut her from the nape to her throat to the lower abdomen almost to the genitals and her heart and intestines piled outside of her body. But then one of the newspapers published that her organs were also intact when they did her autopsy. Mm. So So that was, (laughs) yeah, they said it wasn't cut. She was not cut how he had described. It was obvious that he was trying to dissect, but that monk interrupted what he was doing. And that's when he ran. Mm. And the same with this case, though, although there was much evidence, there was no leads until he had confessed to it. So up until his confession, they had no idea what had happened here or who it was.
0: Wow. Jeez.
1: For a man named Nawa, this is the last one, okay? This is the last murder. Unfortunately, I think, I personally, to me, this one was the worst.
2: This one was the worst?
1: Yes. Because you'll see why. This man named Nawa went looking for his son who had been missing all day.
0: Mm -hmm. This
1: is Sam Boom, the one I mentioned earlier. Mm -hmm. He was eight years old. Mm -hmm. He was the son of Nawa. So Nawa decided, okay, my son hasn't shown up. It's been all day. I need to go looking for him. He started worrying because they already knew things had been happening, right? Mm -hmm. So he got his friend who joined him on the search, and they decided to go look for him. They smelled fire. But... What he said is that it was an odd smell, like burning flesh. Uh, have you guys ever burned your arm hair or anything like that? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Have you smelled like yep. isn't like it's, like it's, sulfur
2: mm-hmm.
1: burning scent?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's pretty much what he and his friend were smelling.
2: I smell not not to cut it off, but um, you know those uh, what do you call those little lighters in the car that you used to have back in the old those old cars that had those little... uh, Cigarette lighters. Cigarette lighters, there you go. My dad, uh, before he died, he had accidentally grabbed one and his finger got stuck inside. Like it was so hot. He grabbed it on accident. It it wasn't all the way pushed. He didn't think it was all the way pushed in. So he accidentally grabbed it and the heat caught... uh, His finger got caught in the heat for like seconds before he could pull it out. And the smell, I remember smelling his flesh Ugh. yeah he had a burn mark on his finger and that smell that's how i,
0: I know what a burnt smell smell like
1: okay Not well imagine that flesh, but way stronger
0: yeah I, oh i can imagine i mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to remove a body from a car
2: oh I, I was
0: briefly one of those people that picked up bodies at really? a high school and uh, oh yeah
2: i remember you told me
0: yeah i vomited on the smell I, I,
2: oh dear okay overwhelming then you, that's like
0: oh yeah yeah it was overwhelming
1: Okay, well, that's what they smelled. So Nawa spotted Siwei by the fire where they could get the smell from. And of course, his worst fears were confirmed. He noticed his son's little leg coming out from beneath the twigs and the leaf. Oh. Oh. Both men decided to tackle Siwei to the ground and they waited for police.
2: Wait, they saw him there?
1: They saw him. He was burning the body. Oh. So they held him until the police showed up. He didn't resist at all when he was being arrested. That's what I'm telling you, this
2: was the worst. This murder was gruesome. It was visceral. Uh I'm sorry. But he would have then ended up with my son on that one if I caught him.
0: Nah yeah, I'm I'm surprised they just held him.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, good restraints, but I'm surprised.
1: Maybe in their mind they finally caught the man who's doing this, so they want to get justice for everybody else. I, I would have burnt them too. I I I don't know. I don't know how I would have reacted. Probably, I'd probably kill him on the spot too. what I'm
2: saying. Me and my boy. Oh man.
1: So they arrested him. The body of Sambun had been disemboweled. Oh. Way pierced his throat right beneath the Adam's apple. Then he severed his trachea. He slit his abdomen from the navel to the throat. He wanted obviously the heart and the liver of the boy. He handled his organs with great care and took them home. He cleaned them and displayed them in a bowl like if he was going to have a meal. But he realized that he had to get rid of the evidence, so that's when he lugged his body into the forest, piled leaves and twigs on him, and started the fire.
2: Mm.
1: So he stood there and watched as he burnt the body of the little boy, stoking the flames to ensure that the evidence went up in smoke. Mm. According to the report from Pim Thai newspaper, Siwei said that he ate the organs because they revitalized his body. That's why he would eat organs. Okay. This interview that they did with him was February 12th, 1958. And he added that the human intestines tasted
2: very good. First of all... What? I, I, Your face. <laughs> I mean... Like I said, like I said earlier, if I was in a situation where it was life and death and I had no food whatsoever, yeah, I'll, I would consider eating, uh, yeah, I would consider it. But I ain't about to be sitting here and just be like, oh, yeah, heck yeah, that's a that's an appetizing meal. It tastes really good. Like that. Mm, no. No. Yeah. That guy think? is, that, that, this gross. guy is gross.
1: What do you think, Todd? <sighs>
0: Again, the, the fact that he was still standing when the father came par- upon him or, or at least still breathing, I mean, I don't think I could have saved him for judgment. I would have tried to be judge, jury, and executed right there. <laughs> you still on that, man? I'm still on that. I mean, this guy's just scum of the scum, man. Oh, you agree. Yeah.
2: I'd have chopped his boss off right just, there and uh, throw him in the right fire. In there, mm-hmm. If I recognize my son or daughter, it, obviously dead.
0: I, I'm yeah, I'm losing it. My my thing is my thing is okay. We call John, you know, the bad cops over here, at Johnsons. What do they call them in Taiwan? I don't know. <laughs> don't even try it, Todd. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not. To, I don't want to offend anybody, but they, Thailand, <laughs> Thailand, <laughs> Thailand, <laughs> Thailand. Sorry. What, what what are the Thailand Johnsons? Because I'm telling you, John John.
1: I, I don't know. Santi needs to let us know about that later. You
2: go call them John John.
1: Jeez. okay John John
0: John. John. I like it.
1: The John John. The John
0: John. Ah, <laughs> oh, we cannot find the puppet Twitter.
2: <laughs> God, man. Stop man stop oh. it! <laughs> I like that one though. I'm, but I'm with you though, Todd. I, I, my, my restraint, uh, yeah, I, I, he would have been end up with them. I'm with you on that one, bro. Yeah. I
1: think me too. I don't know. Everybody would have done it. It's I give hard.
2: I give they, them at credit. The
1: I know it's hard because maybe you're not thinking like of being enraged at that moment. You're in shock to see your child of being course. under there like being burned. Of course. The pain, the grief, like you're mourning.
2: I get it. I'm I'm sure in his
1: mind he just thought catch him. Like that's all he could think
2: about catch him. Oh, I'm catching him. Mhm. Hey. Catching them, flipping them, throwing them. Yep. All of it. All of it. You did this to my son? Oh, man, we done. you done. Yep. Well,
1: look, give you a little background. This guy, <laughs> it was reported that he had met a Chinese hermit years before all of this happened, mm. who apparently opened his eyes to cannibalism. But, of course, mm. we already know that he was already humans when he was we in the war. Know. Yeah. Specifically, he liked to dine on human organs. That's what the, the hermit told him.
2: You know who else used As- to dine on organs? Ooh. Another story you covered, Gaps. Yeah. Dahmer. Of course. Yep.
1: Yeah, this was a direct method, according to this hermit, for him to awaken supernatural powers within mm. him. But in the only interview that Siwei ever gave to the media, he said that he believed that consuming hearts and livers would strengthen his health. hmm so, according to him, it wasn't for the superpowers, but that's what that guy taught him. But he wanted to strengthen his health. That's why he wanted to eat human hearts
2: and livers. I mean, nobody here has done that, but... Doesn't that really happen? Like, if you consume someone else's liver or something, like... like, Does it, like, give you some... Because I've seen the video. I don't know if it was Utah or y- Yubei, but remember that vampire dude that sucks on people's blood Uh and he says that he can taste what a person ate and he can taste what the. that's what I'm saying like does it actually make your body to him and revitalized him that's what I'm saying like does it like nobody know we don't know I mean
1: I don't know these people will say that but I mean what proof is there that's what I'm
2: saying what proof like who has proof to show that like does it
0: what do you think uh, well, I mean, there is none that, that to prove it right or wrong, but I, I don't want to be the guinea pig that tries me neither. It, I boy. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, blood is sacred, <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Well, there are many skeptics that don't believe, like I told you, the skeptics will always be there. They don't believe Siwei was a cannibalistic murderer, despite the facts that he got caught red handed with the evidence of killing Sambu having his heart and liver in his house because they me. did find his heart and liver, confessing oh. to five other murders and then talking about eating organs.
2: You better not say they let him off.
1: You think this guy was not a cannibalistic murder?
2: Oh, yeah. Hands down.
1: Okay. These skeptics say that it's not him. He's not a cannibalistic what? monster that haunted the Thai's children for decades. They say that he was an ethnic Chinese who didn't even speak the Thai language at the time when the Red Scare was front and center of the Thai politics. And for those of you that don't know what this means, it was hysteria over the perceived threats posed by communism. (sighs) This is where the communism comes in. So people think that he was being framed. They say that he was a convenient patsy. Others say that Thai police parade suspects through the media, which is actually true the media would create spectacles of accused people before they even went to trial just so they could get um, popular. news and stuff, Uh yeah. And make more money out of selling their paper. In the 1950s, especially when the press exploited child murders to haunt the public, 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 (laughs) in order to sell more. (laughs) But regardless of that, we know that that doesn't determine, you know, whether a person is responsible for that crime or not. Man. You got
2: evidence i'm saying the man is literally right there red-handed with the murdered victim body parts at your house there ain't no clearer evidence than that
1: yeah you got caught red-handed
2: red-handed and this is why i say
1: even if the others weren't true i'm sorry even if the others were not true
2: that one was
1: with that one one alone yep. already makes you a disgusting cannibal murder.
2: And that's why I, I would have done off with him right then and there.
0: Boom! Yeah, you don't yep. even need to investigate those other ones. What? You, can, you yeah. could just be like, well, you close out the case, you got the one. The one is more than enough to get the wang removed.
1: Yeah, you got... You're talking <laughs> about M.O.'s. Well, there it is. They're yeah. all the same. So in the interrogations that they conducted, um... They used a Chinese interpreter with him because he didn't speak Thai language. Mm. According to him, the interrogators were never threatening to him, and they never forced him to confess. And that was on record. They also never asked him for any locations of the murders. He alone gave that information himself. And it was on point. It was correct about all the murders he confessed to. Where there's discrepancies in his confessions, there's two. One, that although he claimed to have taken Moi Chu's heart and liver, they were in her body and intact when she was found. So that was not accurate from his part. Two, he never spent much time in Bangkok, but he knew the places, the roads, the bridge names, everything. He had gone to Bangkok 10 days before the murder of Moi Chu. And in the confession, he said that he had stayed with Mr. Iwai Sai on the night of the murder, but he was actually at the house of another person named Backtime Lai back time back time
2: my thing is this okay he got some information wrong he's still guilty send him away put him to death yeah so i
1: mean it is confusing right no matter what the heck was going through this person's mind if it was if he was just like forgetful because the interview was three years after the murder
2: yeah he probably forgot he didn't remember details yeah he probably forgot details or mix some details uh, up with the other victim.
1: Well, apparently there was an interview with one of the officers that were in charge of his case. And this one was published February 4th, 1958, only days after he had confessed. That he was surprised after Siwei confessed to the murder of Mai Chu and said he only dissected her genitals. There was another report from February 12th that said that when Mai Chu died, he dragged the corpse Lashed her chest up to her neck and took out her heart. But it was too small to eat, so he put it back and then he cut a lump of her throat. Mm. Does this make sense to you guys?
2: No. No.
1: Would a cannibal drag the body just to cut it open and then decide the heart is too small?
2: Nope. Mm. Unless unless he really believes that eating certain organs would rejuvenate his strength and stuff. He may have felt that this wasn't suitable enough.
1: But that's the thing. If you're a cannibal, what do you care about the spikes? If you like eating hearts, but that's who have ate it?
2: But that's what he said. According to him, he said that eating organs were essential to him because it gave him back strength or whatever it may be.
1: Well, this is one of the things that created for people to be confused and say, no, it couldn't have been him. Because a cannibal will eat it regardless of its size. That's true. Which I agree with. But at the same time, that makes sense what you're saying. Yeah. That if this revitalized him and it was too small, he felt like it was pointless. Yeah. Maybe.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe there's something to it. I mean, people prefer big stakes, small stakes. (laughs) No, I'm not trying to be funny. just like they, they have a preference.
1: Yeah, it's true.
0: Yeah. You know.
1: But in that case, we don't know what the truth actually is on that. But anyway, the autopsy was performed on Sambu. His heart and liver were missing from his body, and you already know they did find them in a bowl in Siway's house. The organs were examined, and they were in fact human organs. So there is no mention, though, if they were whole or if he had already tasted them or took a bite out.
0: This guy's not guilty. I'm gonna be pissed. I'm just waiting for the verdict. Yeah, me too. I mean, come on. What more do you you got? The organs at his house.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, (laughs) regardless, like whether he bit them or didn't bite them, I people thinking that it wasn't him when he was caught burning the corpse. Obviously, it was him. Uh His organs were at the house. So, come on. Even if he was pressured to lie about the murders and take fault for it, which he said he never was pressured. That's still sick and disgusting of him, right? He's still a child killer.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's what I'm saying. Like, one case is enough for you to be caught red handed. That already in my mind, that tells me who you are. You're sick.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to be guilty. So, see, Wei went to trial on March 25th, 1958. He confessed to every murder that was pinned on him. He didn't even hold details from any of them when he was asked about the crimes.
2: Mm.
1: As for witnesses, what do you think? Was there ever any witness?
2: Um, well, I would say the witness for the monk—he okay. he, he saw—he kind of stopped him from uh, cutting up the body parts of one of the childs, and then obviously the father mm-hmm. seeing his Sorry son about the father um, being burnt. So I would say two witnesses. i mean, obviously they didn't see the killing, well they saw the aftermath.
1: What about you, Todd? Do you think there was any other?
0: Any other bodies?
1: Any other, any other
0: witness? Any other witness? No.
1: Okay. So once the trial started, my two siblings apparently uh they talked at the trial because they say they they saw him lure their sister away from the Chinese celebration. Mm. So the Chinese New Year one? Mm-hmm. Uh, her siblings claimed to have seen him lure her away. Mm. Not that she was walking by herself, and he found her. Mm. So there was those witnesses.
2: I wonder if they asked the first victim who uh, survived during the trial, like, or did they just leave that alone?
1: I'm gonna continue on the trials. So you... Okay. The trial lasted only nine days. He did
2: shorter. not appear okay
1: I think at that point because they might have been too traumatic and also because she claimed it to be somebody else although he did confess to her Mm. so the trial lasted nine days that's where I was right yeah okay I I got a little little lost (laughs) when he heard the verdict what do you guys think happened how do you guys think he reacted
2: probably with no emotion whatsoever or he probably was just like all right
0: (laughs) He might have been relieved. He fainted. He fainted? Fainted?
1: He fainted. He finally woke up when a cop gave him a cigarette
2: to puff on. Wow. He fainted? Obviously, it's a death penalty, right?
1: Some people think that he confessed at the threat of being deported. Hmm. But let's get real. Who's going to risk their entire life? and be put to death to avoid a deportation yes he was sentenced to death good apparently during that whole time there were two other suspects on the murders as we know Mr. Clean hmm. the surviving girl that you, you know you never saw that guy again and another name why Pencil Pensilpachai a Thai butcher he was identified as a child killer and he was locked up for nearly a year Mm. so they thought it was this man they thought they had caught the child killer
2: mm.
1: he was locked up for a year then he was released on bail a whole month before C si got arrested mm. wow. but if he was locked up and it was him upon his release he would have been caught killing the boy right? yep not C si Way. So, they wanted to prosecute him as, like, an accomplice to C-Way, but there was not enough evidence for them to do that. So, mm. that didn't stick, and C-Way confessed to doing the murders himself. Mm. He was sentenced to death. He never said why he did any of this. There were psychologists that examined him and said he did not have any mental disorders.
2: He did not have any? He
1: did not.
2: Hmm. <sighs> ah,
1: he never gave reasons to why he preyed on kids though.
2: I mean, I have two questions. Number one, how did they put him to death? And number two, how long did he, was he in jail before they- I will ex-
1: get into that. All
2: right. <laughs> He's all anticipating. Hey man, I wanna know. <laughs>
1: Tell me now. So the trial was March 25th, 1958, on September 16th, 1959. A whole what a whole year year and a half
0: about that. He
1: was executed by a firing squad,
0: all right. The age of 32.
2: Hey, and I'm not for violence like that, but I'm just saying.
1: Now, I'm gonna tell you guys something that happened with his body afterward.
2: They dug it up, so
1: there's more.
2: If it's a twist, a twist, a twist. I
1: like twists. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> so what happened to the body?
1: What do you think happened to the body?
2: I'm going to say somebody dug it up and burnt it. I'm going to say it was the dad, too.
0: Unfinished <laughs> um, business. Mm. Think, Todd. I'm going to say they, uh, they didn't give him a proper bur- burial. or They did something to desecrate his body.
1: Okay, Todd is pretty much right. I- I'm going to tell you why you're partly right. That same month that he was executed, his body was given away to Siri, Siri Raj Hospital in Bangkok to use for medical studies. Mm. Medical researchers later embalmed his body and he was put on display at their medical museum What? for students and visitors to view. What? Mm-hmm. Well, all the bullets riddled he was his body put on display the description labeled him as he way cannibal but later on they changed that to death row prisoner because complaints they received from local residents that to the national human rights commission that that was not correct so they changed the label from cannibal to death row prisoner mm. apparently it was a popular dark tourism destination for displays like these, like cadavers and other artifacts in Thailand. But as the years went by, it was less and less believed that he was actually a cannibal, and more people believed that it was sensationalism in the press at the time that made them think that he actually ate his victims. So people are still not believing that he ate
2: hey man. humans. Hey, man.
1: How long do you guys think he lasted on dis- display?
2: I'm going to say a cool month. No, I'm going to say a a couple of
0: years. I'm going to say a decade because you could do some uh, wonders with that embalming stuff.
1: You guys are both wrong. Hmm? What? Yep. He was on display for six decades. What? Six
2: decades?
1: Six decades. It wasn't until August 2019 that he was removed from there and then he was cremated on July 23rd,
2: 2020. Oh, dang.
1: People complaining, the public was complaining that that was a lack of dignity afforded to him by displaying him in that manner.
2: Man, dignity. he showed a, lack, he showed a yeah. lack of dignity to those little kids dignity that he murdered. Question. It, man, screw all that, man. I'm sorry.
0: No, he doesn't... He doesn't... Uh, he, doesn't um, he doesn't get the... Um, what do you call it? The love or, or, or you know, um, the opportunity to have any dignity associated with his name. I agree. I agree.
1: But, you know, the public that still believed he was innocent, they said, no, that's wrong. That is not respectful. That he shouldn't be displayed that way.
2: I'm sorry. You do stuff so inhumane. You, you, you lose all human rights. Mm hmm.
1: So, everybody in Topsake, where the remains of the majority of his victims were found, they were all invited to attend the cremation, along with human rights commissioners and prison officials. The police colonel Naras Sevastanan, director general of the Thai Corrections Department, attended the funeral rites and he said, I quote, the funeral will be done in a way that lets the dead man's spirit rest in peace. Siwei was an executed convict who had committed many crimes. We will hand it, handle it properly to prevent any issues arising, and will treat Siwei like other executed convicts who had no relatives. When they had the body, nobody came to claim it. There was not a single family member. Dang. Nobody. He had nobody.
2: Dang. So he really was a drifter.
1: Nobody claimed his body, so because he had no relatives, this is how they would do it. They would cremate the body. His ashes were delivered to a temple in Tapsaki, which was where he lived for eight years and called home. And the locals who believed that he was innocent wanted his ashes to be kept in the village. Uh. So that's why they took him to a temple. Out of all places, to a A temple.
2: temple? Isn't that supposed Uh. to be sacred? Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm sorry.
1: He murdered one of his victims at the temple. Come on. I'm sorry.
2: No. Mm Mm-mm.
1: I don't agree with the way they treated this whole case. I think it's ridiculous. He deserved no dignity. No. Abusing children, killing them. I don't think it was fair what Um. they did. You sound frustrated, Todd.
0: Yeah, very frustrated. I think even like last week's show and then this week. You know, going out with by firing squad—it's not exactly something that you know. I, I think I'm with you, Gabby. You're starting to get me on the uh, on the train of like uh, these guys need to die Dang. die a slow pain. Oh. Yeah. Off, of with the wing. Yeah, the wing first. Case,
1: genitals for genitals.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I then, think yeah. he could
1: have had his wing get yanked off too.
0: Yeah, then you slowly start dissecting things from him at you know. Mm-hmm. See, I'm hanging around with you too much, Gabby. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbing off on you, Todd. You're just,
1: opening your eyes, Todd. That's I think so. That way.
0: <laughs> I think so. It's just crimes against kids, man. They all, that always gets me. And for you know, like a lot of people are against the whole, you know, against taking a life for a life and stuff like that. They don't believe in the death penalty. That's fine, you know, because you could either be on either side. You can want them to rot in jail or rot in hell, however you want to put it. But, um, man, it's like sometimes people just need to be put out of their misery they shouldn't be breathing anymore because you got to think about what the families think about like how is this guy still living and then on the other hand I'd be pissed if that was my kid and no he just got shot and that's it and then
1: displayed
0: yeah for six decades so after I'm dead he's still on display right
1: like this guy became famous for the gruesome things that he did that was stupid to me yeah well, this is the story of c I am sorry for disappointing you all. I hate child crimes cases too. and But thank you, Santi, for asking about this D-T. one, for recommending this one. Um, like I said, I didn't find the interviews. I wish I had, and she did offer to translate for me. But I couldn't find them. So if anybody did and you guys want to send that to us, I would like to see that. But if not... I got as much as I could Um, a lot of my information uh, there's another gosh I forgot his name and I wanted to give him some credit for that but he had dissected this whole story to kind of put it in order because seriously the information for this guy is all over the place and it's not much so it's kind of hard to piece it together so thank you to that guy who did his blog and actually put it in order <laughs> so, people like us could find it and relate it. <laughs>
2: thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank
0: you.
1: When thank you. I remember his name, I will let you guys know to give credit to him because what? he made it easier for me.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know, maybe I could put it in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. But well, thank, you, thank you. Thank you,
2: Gabby Gab. Mm hmm. And that's story. You, Santee, well. Thank you, Santi. We appreciate you recommending this story. And if we butchered, well, if Gabby Gab, well, we say we. We all a team. If we butchered any names, we I'm are sorry. Sure you a lot. Oh, I'm quite names. sure you did. I'm trying to. time you butchered a, a bunch. <laughs> but it's all good. I Not want to butcher the children's names, but It was really hard to.
1: It's all good. I mean, pronounce
2: it. When you're pronouncing someone of a different nationality, it is kind of difficult. So. I'm sure the fans would uh, uh, understand. Mm-hmm. So, well, that is our show for tonight. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us on your way to work or just listening to us on your jog or whatever it is you're doing. Thank you for listening to us. We're going to sign off. But before we do, just a quick reminder, follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. Just type in grinding true crimes and there you can follow us. Just subscribe to us and leave a comment. and We'll get back to you and to our earliest convenience. And also, if you want to continue to listen to us, just go to Podbean, Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, Pandora, and PodVine. And for those listening to us outside of the U.S., continue to listen to us on Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Podchaser. (laughs) With all that being said, we're going to be signing off. This has been another episode. And this has been your boy, Matty Matt, along with...
0: Todd Fox.
2: And...
1: Gabby
2: Gab. And we are out of here. Toodles.
0: Peace. Ah, uh, y'all come back now. Your you will
2: not resist. Stop. You couldn't. <laughs>